sweet then. We're cousins. We grew up together. Rings and things you sing about, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. It's more than I expected. I thought your jewels were rented, yeah. but they wasn't. So run it, cousin. You all alone in these streets, cousin. And as far as real friends, tell all my cousins I love them. Oh, you not feeling me fine. It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. Look, I'm on my grind, cousin. They told me I should come down, cousin, but I flatly refused. I ain't dumb down, no. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen you're, now you're now listening to the Real, Real Cousins, Cousins Podcast. Hi, Rasan. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Episode we are back. three, technically. <laughs> After missed week, we've missed you all. Uh, missed week or two, technically, kind of. You know, we may have an unpublished episode or two or something like that, but who cares? Right. This is the Real Cousins Podcast. This is Courtney. This is Rasan. And we are the Real Cousins. What up? <laughs> Cousin, how have you been, man? You know, I've been good. Uh, I missed the people last week. Not like we actually like see the people. Right. But I just miss that whole vibe. We don't need to see all the people. We don't. Some, some of y'all stay cool. hidden. Some of y'all cool though. Some of right. y'all cool. Some. As usual, I have a drink in my hand. So if you hear me sipping, deal with it. There you go. Uh, I don't at this exact current moment, but I'm good. Hey man, you need to catch up. I don't know what to tell you. We got some new segments. We gonna try out. We gonna see how they go. A few, a few days, new ones. We have some uh, existing ones that are like you know been consistent on all two of our episodes. What? <laughs> yeah, we out here. We doing it. That's two more episodes than some people got. Very true. This year is all about execution. Ex mother execution. That didn't make sense. That didn't sound right. Nope. All right. All right. So what's this? What's what's the first one we're doing? So we're gonna try something new this time. Okay. We're gonna go what we not gonna talk about. So what are we not talking about today? Because there's so much stuff that happened. There is so much this. stuff that has right. happened since the last time we talked to you all right. that we could talk about, but we just don't we feel like giving that energy to talk about it. So we're gonna say what we're not gonna talk about. Or we don't feel like dedicating the energy, or we don't feel like getting in trouble with people. Maybe a little bit yeah, of both. maybe a little bit of that. Yeah. Or something is just so egregious that it's like, you know what? That's not even worth the conversation because you just know that it's crazy. True that, true that, true that. So one of the things we're not going to talk about. So you give one, I'll give one, you give one, I'll give one. That's yeah, do. let's All go right. with that. Bet. So what we're not going to talk about, what we're not going to talk about today. What we're not going to talk about for all my Spartan alumni out there and current Spartans. You got to let people know what that is. Some people may for not. For people that graduated. You know there are people that were born outside of Michigan. Whatever. You know Everybody knows about Michigan State because we're just that. Do they, though? Yes, they do. Go ahead. So, for anybody that goes to Michigan State, currently went to Michigan State, knows about Michigan State, has a deep inkling of love for Michigan State or a great, vast love for Michigan State, what we're not going to talk about is how Michigan State decided to let Richard Spencer, who is a white supremacist, allowed to spek on Michigan State's campus. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Because we ain't got time to talk about that. We don't. We and we're, really, not, we're not even going to talk about my level of disappointment we, at we the Green and White. We really don't got time to talk about that. No. All right. What we're not going to talk about, for me, we're not going to talk about how we can't watch anything on Netflix because everyone is losing their goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't watch uh, House of Cards anymore. People got issues with the Dave Chappelle specials. Now we can't watch. I, I don't know. Some of y'all might be. I am. I enjoy the show. Master of None. There's been a whole thing that's come about that. Come out about Aziz Ansari this week. 
Uh, I have interesting opinions about it, but you know what? We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. What are we not going to talk about? What else we're not going to talk about is okay. we're not going to talk about how all the protesters in New York, the Haitian protesters in New York, went straight up to Trump Tower mm-hmm. after they did their peaceful protest at Times Square because they felt they were they had to express their discontent at being disrespected at number 45. So we're not going to talk about how... And pure black excellence. They walked right up to that man's front door and basically said, fuck you for not giving a fuck about us. We're not going to talk about that. But we could. We definitely could. I would just say fuck Donald Trump. That's what I would say. They did it in mass. And keeping it with that spirit of fuck Donald Trump, what we're not going to talk about today is uh, young Harley Barber, who is a University of Alabama student who is a member of sorority, and she got expelled from the University of Alabama this week and kicked out of her sorority because she posted some racist videos online. This young, uh, white, Caucasian queen (laughs) went online and told everyone how she hated niggas and told everyone how she was from New Jersey and that she loved her sorority and she had fur coats that they could go buy and even Marcus if they weren't such pure poor blacks and some other shit. But we're not going to talk about her. But what I will say to her is this. That's all I got to say about that. But we're not going to talk about that anymore. We we could talk about that. <laughs> but, but we're, we're not. not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, man. So, cousin, it was good. It was good to get that out. That was that was good. That was like well placed. You know what I'm saying? I'm just well saying. Uh, well I'm happy. I'm happy we got the chance to use that that quick. That made me right. happy. So, cousin, this yeah, week, man. you know, one thing that we do that the people seem to enjoy mm-hmm. is what are you reading, watching, and listening to? So, this week, what are you reading? I have um, still been reading. Uh, we were eight years in power by Tanasi Coates. Uh, I always have a ton of articles, but that's the main thing that probably comes to mind. Like I still, uh, have been kind of glossing over certain chapters. Um, I just, this week I haven't had a ton of time to really like sit down and just go through it the way I want to, but that's, that's the main book. So we were eight years in power by Tanasi Coates. It again, talks about, uh, the impact of Obama's eight years in the presidency on black America. That's what I've been uh, reading. What have you been reading? This week I started a new one. Well, I revisited the old one and decided to reread it. And it's the okay. 48 Laws of Power. Um, I think that at this phase of my life, it's a, a really good read. It just talks about the importance of gaining power and how to do that in a very classy way, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Power is not necessarily about who um, who's the monkey with the big nuts in the room. It's about being able to work whatever room you're in and how to build relations, relationships with people to get to what you want. Monkey with the big nuts. That That's right. a straight Daddy James original. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's what I'm reading. What are you watching? I'm watching Troll Hunters on Netflix. Leave my house, please. Hey, I got two small kids. It's a I, dope series. I've, I've, I kind of got. Say, I know that, like, if a grown man is saying he's watching Troll Hunters, he has to use the excuse of his children. You know, and you can't, the, like I, I don't have kids. I can't be like, yo, because you need to check out Troll Hunters. You know how crazy that was. You know, it started like, hey, I need something for the kids to do while I'm cooking breakfast. And you fell into it. And I put it on, but then I was like, wait, this is kind of good. So now it's understood in my household that they are not to watch Troll Hunters, part one or two. 
unless I am there, because they leave behind. If they leave me behind or watch an episode without me, you gonna beat them. There is Child going. Abuse. There is abuse. going to be trouble. I told them that I'm going to fight them. There's gonna be problems if they watch without me, which I don't think I have to worry about because neither one of them know how to work the Netflix without me, at this point. So you're relying on their age and technological incompetence, basically. Yes. You're a wonderful. And their fear of their father. You're a wonderful father. Or and their fear of their. In all seriousness, you are, but you're a wonderful. And their father. fear of their father. Yes. <laughs> what about you? What are you watching? I've not been watching any movies or any uh, adult cartoons or whatever it is. You've you're been watching, watching some deep stuff. I no, I so I, I've been uh, I watched a bunch of Gary V videos today actually. I'm an adult that's responsible. Nah, not even. Gary V, for those of you that don't know, I'm sure some people have gotten hit to him probably within the last... V for Vanderchuk. Vaynerchuk. Vaynerchuk. Vayner. Thank Vander. you. I've been watching him since I was a broke college kid. Um, and uh, he just... He, his his videos, I don't necessarily watch them for the for the motivational component of it. I, I think that he does a good job of commenting on it. That's the, Like, yeah, that's a part of his videos, but really... He gives tangible and practical uh, business tactics, uh, especially when it comes to digital and social media engagement. Um, so that's someone that I just think he really knows the craft. That's my industry. That's the space that I work in in terms of uh, user experience and digital engagement and, and development. So that's what I've been watching. Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk. Look up Gary V on uh, YouTube.com. If you're trying to start a business or you're trying to do some social media stuff, watch his stuff. It's definitely worth watching. So what are you listening to? I don't know what the hell you're listening to. So, I'm listening to, it's an album called Ayo by an artist called Wizkid. It's a Nigerian. Yo, I don't, I don't even know who you are because all of a sudden now you're listening to music and you're like, you're actually reading words on pages. Like, holy One, shit. One, I've always read words on pages. That is true. Now, kind expanding of. my musical vocabulary. You know, kitty book, you know, kitty books don't count though. I've never read kitty books. All right, go ahead. But uh, musically, I am trying to expand my horizons because a lot, there's a lot of music in the world. I've always loved music minus country. So I'm exploring different kinds. I'm listening to um, this artist called Wizkid, his album Ayo. It's like a Nigerian-African type of music. Afrobeats. Kind of, yeah. Okay. You know, something that make you like moving and see a little bit, kind of get you happy in Ghana. Wait, do the get move? You in the do the, get you happy in Ghana? Well, they, they can't the see me. I didn't say get you happy in Ghana. You said uh, that. You said get you happy in what? You and you make you move in your seat. <clears throat> you did say get you happy. You did. You don't even know what came out of your mouth. Just I didn't say Ghana. Okay. You'll cool. hear it when you play it back. Exactly. You'll yeah, feel stupid. No Ghana. <laughs> and you'll look stupid. I won't. But yeah, that's what I've been listening to. It's uh, my happy music, I call it. Okay. It makes you smile. It, makes it you do does. It. So it you've does. been doing an old man two step to that? No, it's not like two step music. It's like some, I want to dance or something. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I feel like every time we've done this, this, uh, this segment, I, I, I just stick with the oldies, but goodies. I do have one new one that I, I randomly ended up listening to it when I was, uh, in my car earlier this week, but I was listening to, uh, I've been listening to Friday Night Lights by J. Cole. J. Cole, for anybody that doesn't know, is one of my favorite rappers. That's someone I listen to all the time just because his music always catches me at certain points in my life. And then this other dude that I was checking out this week that I randomly, Found on Spotify, he has an album called "Be Right Back," and I think you pronounce his name Ezri or Ezra. Ezri, it's E Z R I, so Ezri. And he just has bars. He's a young dude. Spit his album is just solid. I don't know. I really don't know his backstory. I haven't looked into it much. I just was listening to the album, but it it was it was solid, man. Like I I dig it. Ezri, check it out. "Be Right Back" is an album you can find it on Spotify. I dig it. Is it like "Be Right Back" like spelled out, or is it yeah, "Be yeah, Right yeah, Back" like yeah. B R B? No, spelled out like B E Right Back. B 
Be gotcha. right back. All right. I mean, you know, sometimes. No, no. You know, they be, getting, they be getting creative and shit. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. All right. So that's what this week, that's what we're reading, listening to, and watching. Yeah. That's what we're trying to. Right. We're trying, trying to. Like, trying to stay well-cultured, well-rounded. Trying to, uh, you trying to stay woke, brother? Brother, I don't know about that. Is you trying to stay woke, Hotep, my brother? You know, Hotep actually means peace, but that's we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk, talk about that. <laughs> Battle of the Wolves. We're not going to go there. <laughs> so we got to go into. Uh, it, we changed the name of this segment. It used to be Facebook fuckery, but now it's not that. Now it's I hate social media. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> we need some special effects or something like that. That's trash. Right. They'll go there somewhere. Right. Uh, so I'm going to start with talking about what I hate about social media this week. Mm-hmm. I hate that I can be so entertained by little mini videos of people that fight. When I say people that fight, I mean elderly people that fight in nursing homes. Okay. That's so sad, but so entertaining at the same time. You know why though, right? Why what? Because why you're entertained. Because I enjoy seeing old people push each other. Because you're a rat. That's why. <laughs> You know, I set you up for that one. I did. I wish I had the soundboard thing so I could... You probably sit there and try to referee the fight while you watch the video at work. It's something about people shoving each other with their walkers. Yo, go ahead and get fired because you want to watch a fight video at work instead of... I didn't say that I was watching them at work. Because I actually don't. Okay. I watched them probably on my way home from work. So what happened... What fight... I really... I haven't... Usually, like when you tell me about something you've seen, I usually have seen it at least within a day or two of the last week or something like that. (laughs) What what fight video in a nursing home are you talking about? So it was these two elderly, elderly white women. Yo, you're retelling the Facebook like videos is always funny to me. Well, even, li- even well, shut funny. up and listen. Okay. There's these two elderly white women in a nurse in a nursing home. <laughs> one had a walker. Okay. One was I don't know getting her afternoon snack or something. Mm-hmm. And I guess she did something to the girl with the walker that the girl with the walker didn't like. So the girl with the walker was like, hey. Fuck you. Shoved her with their walker. Boom. Hit her with it. Yo. The other lady was like, I ain't no punk. You ain't about to be pushing me with your walker. So Yo. she shoved her back. So then you have like this nurse assistant or whatever the people that work in nursing homes are called. Kind of get in between like, hey, cut it out. So she steps in between the two of them. But the one without the walker is like, I don't need a walker to support me when I'm standing vertical. And reached <laughs> over the other woman to like grab the other lady's walker. That was like a cheat. That's like cheating. It is. That's like, like hey, I don't need a walker to stand up. You hey. do. I'm about, to, I'm about to get you. And I was really watching like, why is this so entertaining to me? It really had me laughing. Like, legit. That's messed up, man. It is. What's funny is like not even thinking about the two people that got into a fight. But if you think about like, if you were the, the, the direct the care worker that was working that day and you had to go home and be like, man, I had to break up a fight between two grandmas today. Like, how I do you... would go home like, today was a good day. How? Because you got to break up a fight between two elderly people. How is that a good day? Because that's hilarious. I feel like... How much damage could two elderly people really do to each other? Yeah, I feel like if you're that old, haven't you earned the right to just square up? I mean, no, because they're real brittle. Maybe I just think about this differently. If They're I'm, like living Mr. Glasses. If I'm, if I'm 70 and I know, you know, one wrong, wrong fall could end it all for me and I'm still willing to go for it, let me go for it. Let me no, live my that's life. literally a fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're not trying to do out here. We're not trying to let people kill each other uh, in nursing homes. What did I see this week that I hated on social media? I, yes, I know what did you what it is. I saw 
Did or no? Let me. I'll ask it in the form of a question, because this shit was ridiculous. Did you see those posts on Instagram about the life size and real life like sex dolls that were coming out, out like the sex dolls that look like Instagram models? Like I have crazy, seen a few of those. Super a thick few of those. Models. I have seen a few of those. And I I hate it. I saw some. I'm not going in front. Like I saw some funny posts around it. Like there were some posts that people had reposted about like women like. You know, criticizing men getting it and men basically responding saying like you guys got sex toys y'all got batteries next to the dresser next to the bed or whatever but I, I just it was just funny to me because it's like man we, we just live in crazy times we live in, in crazy times where people some of it was funny and some of it was sad at the same time and you know there's going to be a line of dudes around the block to body oh that line is going to be and I, you can't even front if anyone has seen some of those pictures yo they look really yo smart. It's the one with the Asian girl, crazy. with the Asian girl, but I was like, uh, "It looks all right. crazy." It's like, <laughs> yo, there's a dude out there who knows nothing about how to interact with real women, and that's going to rescue his life. Yes, my pride would not let me spend that much money on anything like that. However, I do feel just like you said: women have batteries on their nightstands all over the world, all sorts of toys. Batteries that they use for what? For self pleasure, for getting their rocks off, for You're tickling their love button, for <laughs> having fun ass. with the honey pot, whatever. They have batteries and toys You're to make them feel good. Person. And then look at dudes crazy when dudes say, Why do you need that? But all the toys that are out there for dudes look like some super duper lame box, whatever. There's nothing cool about it. So now they got something out that I think that some women, I'm not saying all, mm-hmm. some women may feel threatened. Because now you have a woman that can do everything that a man wants. You don't have a woman. You have a plastic bag. A plastic in woman-like the shape, in the shape of Just a like woman. women don't have penises, they have these penis-like objects okay. that do things that a real penis can't. You sound so stupid. <laughs> it's very true. Is that not the truth? Sure, you can phrase it that way. All right, so it's the same thing. Yeah. It's a, a life-size male sex toy. It's a life-size male sex toy, okay. Right. For men that can't get it, I mean, they have sex. They have sex dolls for women. They do, right? And and that's my whole thing. So one of the posts that I saw, it had this woman that said, "Oh, this is great." And women were like, "Oh, you know, this is so unfair to us or whatever." Blah blah blah. But they said they're doing the same thing for women. They're gonna make a same a doll that essentially looks like a Ken doll. You know, ripped abs, big chest, big arms, all that other kind of stuff with different dildo attachments and all that kind of stuff. What woman? I'm not gonna say what woman. But I think that women would jump on that just as fast as a man would jump on a sex doll. I'm not, already say, have I'm not gonna say that women will jump on it just as fast as a sex doll. A man will, you know, fuck a a jar of honey, bro. Like men are Very savages. True. We know men are savages. So I'm right. not gonna say women will jump on it fast. But at the end of the day, man, whatever whatever you need to 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 take care of yourself that will help you relieve stress and not go into the job with a shotgun or something and do some crazy shit or or take your anger out on people unnecessarily. Do your thing. I I'm not like, tripping. I think I just think it's funny some of the comments I saw online, man. There were some crazy memes and some crazy reposts, and and I mean the truth is, man, we live in some strange times, and, and truth is always going to be stranger than fiction. So people are going to do what they do. True. And I'm not judging anybody, but I will say this for the women. So you're not going to get one? No. You don't, don't need one. You don't got a front for the podcast. I don't need one. <laughs> I will say this though, for just the keep women, it I'm trying to shut okay. up. For the women. Yo, you keep telling me shit. That's, <laughs> that's twice. <laughs> For the women. Yeah. If you're not willing to give whatever said dude is going to get one, some of your business, some of your honeypot, some of your goodies, 
Yo, then born, don't say shit to him what, about it. What decade were you born in? Where? What is? Why do you keep hey, saying this is honey, honey pot? Because it's sweet. Who warm. says honey pot in 2018? Rasan. <laughs> That's all I care about. That's such a trash like adjective to use. Well, I'm not talking to you. Thank God. Thank right. God. <laughs> so if you're not gonna give that man some, then don't talk about what he's doing. That's fair. Yeah, that's all I got to say about it. That was a long one. That was. What was your What was your other reason why you hate social media? Okay, now this is almost. I anybody that knows me, and for those of you that don't, I do not hate anything. However, okay. this next thing is very close. One thing I strongly, strongly dislike, and I'm tired of seeing, are these uh, Jamaican flying crotch videos you know that on I'm, Facebook. You know that I'm Jamaican, right? I don't care. That doesn't make me like it anymore. Something about, you know, dancing and grinding and whining and all that stuff, that's great. That's cool. But if you jumping off of a two-story stage, legs open with my hands tied behind my back, and you trying to put your love button on my face from 35 feet, you're about to break out all my front teeth when you land on me. Okay. You trying to pick me up and body slam me down, which I would never let happen to me. It's not going down like that. I think at a dance party club bedroom nothing. I think this is I'm one of those, to this it. is one of those things where you you're looking at it through the context of an American lens and a Midwestern lens, and this is a, that part of that dancing style and, and daggering and what you're seeing when they're doing all that shit to each other. It's part of their culture. It's part of Caribbean culture. It's part of Jamaican culture, especially part of the youth culture there. That's how they dance. It's like a battle. It's like a challenge to each other, man or woman. So you might get your petite ass picked up and slammed by a woman. She might dagger the shit out of you, and you just gonna have to take it and come back at her. That's don't be not mad. Don't be mad at the videos. You take it personal. Not it's not personal. It's not about taking it personal. Daggering, dancing, battling, whatever is one thing. But when you can potentially who hurt you, bro? A girl, hurt a me. girl slammed you. Is it no? <laughs> You got slammed by a girl. Never in my it's life okay. have I ever, nor will I ever get slammed by a girl. Don't say never. I'm going to say never. What are you going to do? It's not happening. Don't get yourself fired. It's We've been down this road before. I'm not getting slammed <laughs> by no woman. <laughs> Yo, we're going to tell that story. We're not. We're not. That's what we're not going to talk about. That's what we're not going to talk about. That's if you know the story, you know the story. If you don't, then you don't need to know it. Elysium. We're not what talking. Year was about that 2009? I just said we're not talking about it. <laughs> but what I will say is this: I'm all for the dancing, good times, have fun, and everything like that. Yeah. But it's just some stuff that's like too far. I mean, you're. It's not for you. You're right. That, I'm, not, that's what I'm, I'm talking I, about things I don't yeah, like. Yeah, I'm, not, about what I'm, I'm, not, like. I'm not tripping about those videos when I see those videos. Okay. I I, just, I know that that's not for us. I'm about to say, so would you be cool with that? No, I'd be. I'm chilling, man. Right. I ain't got time for all that. Uh, I'm, I'm chilling. Those are my two big things that made me really dislike social media this week. So, what we're going to get into now, the main topic, whatever we're going to call it, get it off your chest for the good of the fam, whatever it's going to be. I'm just saying. We're just going to put it out there. So, let me give some background. I was uh, at Out. I was out and I was having this conversation with some young women and one of my homegirls and she was expressing to me her discontent with the male species, a certain particular individual. Okay. And I was like, well, why? We were talking about, uh, she was talking about online dating. Um, and she was 
saying how she's tired of all these frogs out here. Now, I haven't been in the dating world in a long time. So when she said frog, I was really confused. Like, what you, frogs, what you do you mean? She meant? When you initially told me a story, I knew what she meant. Um, excuse me, this is my story. All right, go ahead. So okay. I was like, you know, like, frogs, what is she talking about? Right. So she says, you know, like, you know, frogs turn into prints and stuff like that. So my stance on it was, one, at the age that we're at now, and I was telling her, it's like, as a woman, at the age that we're at now, you shouldn't be out here looking for frogs that turn into a prince. You should treat yourself like a queen, and then in a sense, find or let a king find you. Okay. So that started this big discussion. Know your, know your, know your worth, king. There you go. Know your worth. Know your worth, queens. Know your worth. So that started this uh, conversation on in the dating world. Now, I work with mostly women, and the people that I communicate with are mostly women. And what I hear most of the time is that a lot of the dudes in the area, they're not about nothing. Um, or they don't do this, or they don't do that, or things that basically mean they don't measure up to whatever measure a woman is putting them to. Okay. Um, but my question to the women, and one of the things that we talked about mainly is this. Are you acting as a woman... A way that would that would attract the type of man that you're seeking, like are you mad at these dudes out here because they're not giving you what you want? But if they're not giving you what you want, are they not giving you that because you're not acting in a way to deserve that? Okay. Now, yes, yeah, some women out there may get mad at that kind of that point of view, but I feel like that's a real question. Like you can't expect the king if you out here acting like a frog yourself. Okay. All right. So, and again, I haven't been out there in that world, so I don't really know what it's like. I don't have experience to pull from in that aspect but Courtney, you know you were out there for a while like what do you think about that whole thing hold on hold on what you i mean what you trying to say what i'm you, just trying to say you've you been mean? in the dating huh? world as a Have young I? adult what do you, uh what you what uh i don't know what you mean man what you trying really? to say bro huh <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no i mean bro i mean man some of the shit is it, some of this shit is like the dynamic of men and women in general. Some of it to me is just is just I think the truth of people, and I think the truth of people is that most people, not all people, but most people, do not do that great of a job looking at themselves. It's very easy for us to identify the. Uh, the areas where other people are lacking. And that's why you have internet trolls. That's why people gossip about other people. It's very hard to do that same thing and be as critical about yourself. But when you do, and when you are, you will come out infinitely stronger because you've already kind of, it's like, I always, you know, you've heard me give the example. It's like, you, you always want to be, uh, you want to be like Eminem in 8 Mile. You want to be able to, to, to put all your shit out there or address all your shit before anyone else can. Like the the last battle in the movie where it's like he's going against Papa Doc, Papa Doc, whatever his name is. And uh, it's like before he can even go, he th- he puts all his shit out in his verse. And after that, no one can say anything. It's like that. A lot of people don't want to do that. That's not comfortable. That's not fun. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that you have, you're talking to coworkers, women, friends, whatever, that are talking about how there are dudes out here that are, frogs and not princes but not really asking themselves if they're you know putting on putting their best foot forward to attract the prince 
And at the same time, men do that too. Men talk about how women ain't this, women ain't that. Women need dot, 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 dot. My G, what are you doing? You know, I, but that's my own personal philosophy. I don't feel like you can ask for or expect something if you are not that thing and willing to be what you need to be in order to get that. If I say I want to be a rocket scientist, I can't just go and chill in the club every weekend. I have to do the things that are necessary in order for me to be a rocket scientist. If I say I want a certain caliber of woman, I have to be attractive to that caliber of woman. The fact is, although people may not like it, there are levels to this shit. There are levels to almost everything we do in life. It's not about, it's not always a matter of good or bad, but it is a matter of positioning. And if you want a person of a certain caliber that has certain credentials, that has certain achievements, that has certain accomplishments, that, that, that is able to, or a certain set of resources and is able to do a certain set of things, you need to be appealing to that person. Because if you offer nothing to them, you're going to be left out in the cold. So... You know, that's how I feel about it. I, I think men need to think like that. I think women need to think like that. I think the dynamic between men and women is dope and beautiful and nuanced and, and complex. But a lot of it comes down to if you're if you're really about your shit, a lot of it comes down to like how do we how do we bring each other up? If you're not talking about that, then what are you talking about? But we also know that a lot of people are not talking about that. A lot of people are like, Oh, you're pretty. Oh, you're handsome and they don't really get into that other stuff. And it may go bad. And if it goes bad, they ain't got nobody to blame but themselves. That's I, how I, that's what I think about it. So I, I agree with everything you just said. You can't expect something where you're not putting out that same energy. But a lot of people do. Right, and a lot of people do. That's what you were just speaking on. But I think there's also the other side of that coin where it comes to standards. I think because, from what I hear, the dating standards in pool, especially in the Detroit metropolitan area, is very different. So that some people generally men and women they accept things because of a fear that there's nothing else better out there or whatever so even if you're putting that energy out there like what you deserve you're accepting less than and making it seem like it's okay for a dude to approach you less than what you're worth not because you're not putting out the energy out there that you deserve more but you're just too accepting of subpar activities i mean i think i'm not obviously we're neither one of us are women i think that's an interesting Point. I think men for also, men too. Men I, too. I think I think that I think that the in certain areas in regards to that though are, are different for men and women, right? Women definitely. Women, if we're being real, like as soon as they start to develop, they are probably uh, you know getting unwanted attention from men because men are, in most cases, savages. Right. We are even the most enlightened of us. We're enlightened. We're. We're progressive. I like to think that we're intellectually and emotionally developed, but we're still men. We have our dumb moments. We've had our dumb moments, whatever that means, uh, relative to you know still maintaining a certain level of respect and integrity and intelligence. But it's like a woman can have very clear intentions and and very clear vision for the type of man she wants, and it's still gonna get just real talk, just bums that come at her. Yeah, I think that part is normal. But what I'm talking about is like this. If a woman is out, let's say she carries herself well, good head on her shoulders, everything like that, and a dude come at her sideways, she may not not give that dude her number or the time of day. She may chuckle or something like that. In that dude's mind, he might be like, hey, it didn't work for her, but it's going to work for somebody else. True. So he takes that same approach to somebody else. I think that at this stage, when I say at this stage, I mean in the stage of being in our early 30s that... As men and women, we need to do a better job of holding each other accountable. 
Like, women need to step up to let men of our age know, like, hey, you can't come at me any kind of way and expect anything. And I think men are the same way. Being that, you know, there's been a lot of posts going around. We're not, though. I mean, a lot of us aren't, except the ones that are ready to be where those women are trying to get to. So, I think if you look at it like this, women are talking about, you know, there was all that communication and social stuff going on well if a man ain't ready to pay my bills but x y and z blah blah then he ain't ready to be my man the most irritating ass conversation ever however what are you doing to make me even want to pay your bills i'm not just gonna pay your bills because i want to get you i want to date you i want to you know smash or nothing like that like you have to bring something to the table to make me even want to do that for you would you want to do that would you want to do that with the girl that you are casually dating casually dating no but if a woman presented herself and did things that were worthy of that then i'll have no problem doing it Hence why I got married. If there's somebody that's doing something for you that you feel strong enough about them to to take care of them, and it's not even, it goes, it's beyond paying their bills. It's take care of that person emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, or whatever. Then as a man, that's my job to do that. But I'm only going to do that for somebody that I feel is putting out that they're worthy of me doing that. And I think we don't hold each other to we don't hold our noses to the grindstone enough to make them do that. Who's like, we? We men, men don't women? hold women okay. to that grindstone, and women don't hold men to that grindstone. Be we should always be men. Don't hold women to the grindstone of expecting what? Men don't don't hold women to the grindstone when women aren't doing what they need to be doing to keep us happy. So, okay. for instance, for me personally, I was raised old school. A lot of my expectations are I expect a woman to be able to take care of a house. That's cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids, all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying that's her only job. I'm not saying that's her primary job, but I do expect her to be able to do that. If I'm dating somebody that can't cook, doesn't know how to, isn't caring even for me, you know, doesn't care for herself, it's my job, I feel like, as a man to either, one, not entertain that woman, or two, let you know, like, this action that you're putting out this energy that you're putting out is not worthy of what you're requiring or requesting of me as a man okay. i'm not gonna pay your bills and treat you like a queen if you can't hold it down at the home front and women i think do the same thing they accept subpar activities from men like a dude that oh he bought you a drink one time or he took you out to a nice restaurant to olive garden and you think he's the greatest thing on earth? Like, no. Demand more from the men that you date, and they'll step up to the plate. If they don't step up to the plate, then they're not worthy in the first place. I mean, so I say it all the time, right? That there's a difference between theory and application. Mm-hmm. The I, the theory and the idea of everything you're talking about is cool, right? People should have a certain level of mutual expectation, mutual contribution, mutual give, mutual get, mutual take, and communication. Cool. That's the theory. The application of it in real life is different and is not as binary, not as clean, not not as black and white as that. And while I agree with a lot of the sentiments expressed, I'm not as traditional in my thinking in some of the ways that I know that you are. I think that people can only go and can only meet someone as deep as they've gone themselves. Right. If I'm used to swimming in a six-foot pool and you're used to swimming in an eight-foot pool, I may not even know what it would take for me to feel comfortable getting to that eight feet, right? So there's that component. Mm -hmm. I think really people got to, again, to me, in order to make any demands or requests of anyone else, uh, or uh, external and outside of your own body, 
you have to know who the fuck you are. Right. And you have to be honest about who the fuck you are. And that's where I get annoyed with people in general, men or women, cats, dogs, camels, where it's like people will do things. Not even, I'm not talking about dating stuff. I'm talking about just in general, where it's like you don't even know yourself, but you'll talk about this person, talk about that person, or, or expect this or expect why, when you don't even do it. So it's stuff like that that uh, uh, annoys me. And it's like this stuff is never going to go away. Never. Right. There's oh, there's 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 and especially in the day and age we live in where it's like this 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 interesting dance and this interesting tango between very traditional thinking and gender roles and expectations, but then pushing for a more progressive understanding and vision for what that looks like between, you know, traditional uh, relationships or, or, or cis relationships and and those that may not fall under that particular uh, umbrella. Right, you know, if you're a part of the LGBTQTI whatever uh, community, <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I really, I, I don't know the whole acronym, but right there, there might be a different set of expectations. We're all looking for some level of understanding and communication, but there might be a different set of expectations. If we're talking about more so cis relationships between a man and a woman, it's like, yo, yeah. If a woman is telling you, yo, I'm looking for a prince, one, I'm gonna keep it 100 right now. I think when a woman is saying she's looking for a prince or a king when a man is saying he's looking for a princess or uh or a queen i kind of think that's bullshit if you look at most like not to be overly serious but if you look at most situations around the world historically and even contemporarily it's like you know princes and queens and kings and shit that shit doesn't work out i'm looking for a partner g i don't i don't as me me courtney robinson as a grown man I yeah, if a woman can like cook and clean and all that shit, that's cool. I can cook though. I can clean though. I can take care of myself. I can do those things. I'm looking for someone. I mean, I would hope at this point in life, life that you would be able to do all yeah. those things. And I'm not saying that you need a woman to do those. No, things I know for you're you. not. But like you said, you're looking for like I think ultimately we should all be looking for a partner. Right. Me, if I was out there, I'd be looking for a companionship. Right. You know, I don't need somebody to cook for me or clean for me and wash my... Like, I do all that stuff myself. I cook sure. very well. I know exactly. how to clean and I know how to do my own laundry. Exactly. But I would want somebody... But you know how to do your own laundry? And I'm good at it. Oh, shit. For a long time. These little Tide Pods. You've been eating the Tide Pods? You know people have no, been eating Tide Pods? we're not going to talk about that. All right, it's crazy. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. All right. Um, shit is crazy, bro. But I think, like, one of the key things that you said is that people need to be honest with themselves. 100%. And I believe... That, you know, in that realm, look at yourself and think that as, if you were doing exactly what if you were doing to somebody else, what they were doing to you, would you pay your own bills or take your own self out on a date? Everybody exactly. like, exactly. yeah, but I'm That's like, okay, well, thing. if you were, if I was putting in the effort, if somebody was putting in the effort with me that I was putting in with them, would I be doing the same thing? Exactly. And then answer in this. You have to go that one step further. Think most about are it. Not gonna do. You have to answer it honestly, and that's one of the hardest things to do is to 100%. answer a question about yourself honestly when you know the answer is trash. Hundred percent. I think that's a really big part of it. Hundred percent. I was once, and I've told you this story before. I, I was talking to a girl at one point, and uh, she was cool. She's still cool. Like we're still cool. We're still sociable. But uh, we were talking. We were just having general conversation about something. And she was basically saying how she didn't really know how to cook. And that's fine. I don't even trip about that. But And that she didn't really want to learn to cook. And, uh, you know, she goes into some tangent about how basically, like, well, she's going to get a chef. Now, 
I I know I've looked into it. I know like what the cost of like a just a decent like chef is just to have someone come cook whatever the case may be, right? I know what this person does for a living. I know that they're not in a position where that'd be comfortable. But it's like like here's the thing. Anyone who's ever read like uh, what is it? What's that book? The the love languages. Oh yeah, the five love languages. Five love languages, right? There's there's different ways in which people show love, right? Uh, one of them is what acts of kindness. Yep. Something like that. That's one of them. Okay, cool. Acts of kindness for a lot of people, even for people in our family. There's, I'm actually on it. I'm thinking about your mom, actually. Your mom loves cooking for people. She likes mm-hmm. when you come to her home, she's going to, you're going to feed eat. you. Right. Yes. Like, that's a, that's a sign of love. I think some people don't understand that. Like, it is, especially, I think, in black families. So, it was, it was interesting in having this conversation with this young lady where she was talking about how, like, oh, I don't cook. I'm not going to cook. I don't want to cook. I mean, my husband eat, da, 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 but I'm going to get a chef. But it's like, you're talking about how you're going to get a chef. And right now on your own, you couldn't afford a chef, but you expect a man to come in and pay for you to have a chef. And you won't, you won't even, you want a man that will pay for you to have a chef, but you won't even take the time to say, yo, I'm going to cook my man a meal. And that's exactly what I was about and to that, say. In that moment, I was like, okay, so we're just going to be friends. Right. Because, because it's like, that's, something, that's crazy to me. And when we say we want a partnership or somebody that just genuinely cares, even if I had a girl that shout out to her, I don't know if she's if you're listening, like you're cool. Uh, I mean, you know, hey, I hope you get the chef. I hope you get the chef. Real talk, I do. It just I know that wasn't my role, right? And I feel like this. I want somebody. I would. I would want somebody that. Even if they wanted a chef and couldn't cook, all right, that's great. That's cool. Whatever. But the fact that you know that I value a home-cooked meal or a meal cooked by my wife or whatever role you're playing in my life at that time, that you would feel me enough or like me enough or enjoy me enough or whatever, that you would learn how to do that or at least a meal for me, at least try. I might be like, you know what? That shit was disgusting. We're just going to get us a chef. But she's dope because she tried. Word. Rather than just taking easy yeah, and be like, true. get like that I'll, means I'll eat a nasty effort, ass meal. Right. That's real. The effort goes way more than the end result. And you're gonna do the same. And I'm gonna Because if the it same. goes forwards, it gotta go backwards. Exactly. If you're asking for it, you gotta be willing to give it. Exactly. You got to. Exactly. If you're trying to have a healthy relationship, I think I you think. have to you have to do those things that are important to the other person. Not because it's important to them, but because you care for that person enough because you think they're worth it. That's how I feel about it. That's so fair. I think, you know, talking about this, we had a pretty healthy discussion on it. Um, but for me, what it what it boils down to um, is basically this. Step your expectations up. You know, Step your expectations up. Don't expect a king or a queen when you're out here acting like frog bait. Frog bait? What is frog bait? That's like less than a frog. That's like tadpole? Yeah, like tadpole. They use, tad- they use tadpoles as frog bait for a frog. That's a little mean. So maybe they don't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's like cannibalism. That's but I think up. people got the imagery. I mean, I got you. I not so you. literal. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Don't expect more than what you're putting out. Okay. And if you're putting out great stuff, don't accept less than that. That's real. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Do you think, not to not to elongate the, the, the topic, do you think it's that easy? I think that once you make the decision, And we're talking is. about the, the space that we're in. So we're talking about like late 20s, early 30s. I don't know what it is beyond that. I know I have, I I know what the landscape looks like in terms of dating late 20s, early 30s, right? Like Yeah, and I don't. I, I agree that it's it's hard out here for some people. But I mean, is it hard what to find what you want or hard to not settle? 
I mean, it, it really depends on your character. I feel like, I mean, you, I feel like in this, in this age range, we'll just, let's say, let's say 27 to, uh, to, 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 to 33, our age, uh, speaking from a man's perspective, if, if you're a man and you're fairly attractive and you can put a sentence together and you have, you know, 75 cents in your pocket and stable job and income and you're reasonably sociable it's not that hard for you to, to find a woman out here it's not the, the the dynamic shifts and i know some people may be listening to me say this and they're they're going to disagree pour yourself some wine go ahead man live life some people are going to hear me say this and they're going to disagree but that's that's the truth that or that i mean that's that's been my truth that's been my observation even where it's like if you have some of those things that are solidly together and you're not a fucking asshole, you're going to be able to go out and be social and go to different things and engage with women. Then there's going to be a woman that will find you attractive and appealing because this is the age just that we've been socialized at the bare minimum that it's time to settle down. And there are women in this peer group that are looking to do that. I don't have anything to say to that because I'm not out there in the day. No, I understand. So, it's but like, it makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just from a man's perspective where I know, if, I, I think for men, again, but I'm making it clear, like, if you have certain things in place, I think when you don't have certain things established, yeah, you're there in human history, no, there's never been a, a moment of perfection waiting for two people to meet, engage, and procreate. But if you have those certain things in place, I think, I think you're, if you're a man that has those things, you have a lot of options, which sometimes can not be the best thing for certain types of men. I will agree with that because I have seen some dudes out here that are just out here reckless. Yeah, and they let it go to their head. Definitely, but and they're like subpar dudes. But yeah. because the pool is so upside down right yeah. now, you can be a subpar dude and clean up. A hundred percent. And so ultimately, man, it's like, yo, don't don't ask for anything you're not willing to give, and don't settle. I mean, you want what you want. If you're just trying to get like you know, a quick one night partner, a quick release whatever you want to call it then do what you got to do you know that but when it comes to like getting these relationships don't settle go for what you want and then that way you won't be mad later if it doesn't work out or whatever because you settle in the first place to wrap all this part up i'm gonna say this to my home girl that initiated this whole topic shout out to you quit settling you're worth better do great things expect great things and great things will come to you all right, quit looking for these princes. Get yourself a king. Step your game up. Really, that's that's how you feel. She knows who she is. She's cool people. She deserves really, better than nigga? what she's been getting. Really, nigga. Really. Okay, Doctor Phil. Really, nigga. <laughs> she knows who she is, and she deserves better. I mean, I think everyone can be helped by introspection and actually, you know, asking themselves some uh, some hard questions. But yeah, you know, we done with that. Right, we're done with that. So we moving on? Yes. What are we moving on to? Now we're going to move on to a fairly popular segment for our numerous podcasts, which is <laughs> our cousin question. For our grand illustrious podcast, right. episode number <laughs> three. The greatest podcast in the world. Right. <laughs> we can be that. We can claim it. You got to say it and you got to go get it. 
Cousin questions. Cousin questions. Who's going first? Am I going first? All right, first so wait. We, we're doing, we're going to say, we're doing oh, cousin yeah. questions a little different this time. Hell yeah, we are doing cousin questions so, a little different this time. So, my cousin Courtney has these really dope games. I guess they're games, thought-provoking, whatever. But there's really, like, questions in there that I think would be good for just general life conversations and everything. So, we're kind of picking and playing off of those and bouncing them off each other. Yep. In addition to sometimes our own random insertions of questions. Word. Uh... So I'll start off. Okay. So the first question I'm going to ask is, when did you last cry with pain or sadness? Oh uh, shit! I know. That's you know, Ben, we don't talk about emotions. Uh, we don't talk about emotions really. That's so when, know. when was the last time you cried with pain or sadness? Uh, the last time I cried with pain or sadness, it was sadness. And it was last year around, probably like around March or so. Um, and it was about, it was about my friend. It was about my, my close friend who has cancer. And I had, I had had a conversation with him uh, just about everything that was going on at that time. He had, you know, been pushed to stage four. Things weren't really looking good. Uh, we just had we just had a real ass conversation with a conversation about life with a conversation about people, and uh, you know, his experience has shown me how how indifferent and how cruel people can be. cruel, cruel by inaction and cruel by indifference and cruel by, oh I'm busy and I wasn't thinking about it. You know, good, people, clarification, yeah, good clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about people. I'm talking about across just in a, a ton of different ways, even aside from stuff that you and I have talked about. Um, and just talking to him and just, you know, this is a person, yo, if, if you don't have a friend who's who's your age or older that has just held you down and impacted your life and, and taught you some shit and put you on game and told you when you were wrong and told you when you were being a bum, but also told you when you were doing great. If you don't have that person, then I, I feel sorry for you because those type of relationships are, are the things that, that help us evolve as people, man. And so just talking to him. You know, knowing what he was going through and just feeling helpless and like I, uh, you know, I didn't know, you know, what I was going to do to support him or, or even what you could say. Because at a certain point, man, there are no words. It's just, yo, I, I love you, man. It's just, you're my brother. It's, I care about you and I'm just going to be here until the wheels fall off. So I think that was, it was probably around, probably end of February, beginning of March sometime last year. Um where I, I was I was telling someone what was going on and I just got emotional and I started to cry a little bit. You gotta answer the same question. Oh crying from pain or sadness. What's today? Thursday? Mm-hmm. Probably I don't know exactly what day. Don't you lie. Oh, it was earlier this week. Okay. Probably. Um you know I'm going through a lot right yeah. now. And I think, you know, once I've gained the audience's trust, or I trust them enough, we'll go into that. Okay. Um, but I'm going through a lot. And um, every now and then, I get hit with a, I get hit with the reality of the situation. Um, and sometimes, it just sucks to get hit with it. Other times, it's that I'm going to stop you in your tracks, shut you down, and you're going to deal with me kind of now thing. I mean, I just had one of those moments. It hit me, and 
it kind of just broke me down to tears just because it's a, such a powerless place to be in. And the pain and emotion that comes along with it is just so overwhelming that sometimes you have nothing to do but cry. Um, and I think, you know, as men, we're not raised or taught to cry when we feel that feeling. So for anything, at least speaking on behalf of you and I, that breaks you down to tears, you know is a, is a significant event because it's not something that we take lightly or do often. Um, but that was probably the last time uh, that I've been broken down to that level um, of emotional expression, I guess. Can you give some insight into what it was in relation to and what some of your reflective thoughts were? You obviously are not going to say what it is exactly, but... Um, you know, life changes. That's pretty really what it's about. Life changes and... Um, the inability to to change that. Some things just happen and you cannot control them. And I think for me personally, the lack of control or lack of ability to change it, when you see, or at least for me, when I see the writing so clearly on the wall and you can't get others to see the same thing, and you, it's like watching like, I've never seen one, but I imagine it's like watching a train accident about to happen. Like you see the train coming and you know how to move out the way. You're trying to tell everybody what to do. But nobody listens or nobody sees what you see. Maybe they don't have the same perspective or the same experience or whatever. It's like watching it come and then actually watching it happen while you're looking at it. That's the best way I can think of right now to explain. It's like what it's not watching the accident about to happen, it's watching the accident occur mm-hmm. and you can't do anything about it. Except try and brace yourself. Um, so I think like it's even past that point now. It's it's happening. You're watching it happen. You're just watching lives get ruined and lives get altered forever, and and pain and hurt and and breakage of all sorts and all that kind of stuff happen. And there's nothing that you can do to turn back that clock. Or to make that pain or healing or whatever any better in the future. It's just like being in that moment is really what it's like. Next cousin question. Let's go. We're going to lighten up. Yeah, we got really good. <clears throat> <in it. laughs> if, you could, if you could be an animal for a day, what would you choose to be? I would be a Black You're, Panther. You said a Black Panther? Yep. I did not expect you to say Black Panther. Not because the movie's about to come out, which I hope everybody goes to see it. I'm not even going to lie to you. I thought you were going to say like an otter or some shit. Some an random, otter? Really? Some random ass animal. No. Yes, nigga. That the only reason I had this answer is because I got asked this last week by a friend. Okay. And that was my answer. After I thought, put some thought to it. You don't think that has anything to do with the movie coming out? Nothing to do with the movie. If the movie was never coming out, I still would have said a Black Panther. Why? Because they're powerful. They're graceful. I personally think Black Panthers are sexy. And there's just some sort of elegance about them. It's like that silent I know, I know what you mean, but I just imagined you like sitting and looking at pictures of Black Panthers and like being like, oh, yeah, Black Panthers. Like, what, man? I wish I had a button to push for that. that would that's be pretty like, great. That was like, that was... Yeah, no, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just something about that, that strength. Really, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead man no it's something about that strength is that strength of knowing that you're strong and knowing that you can fuck some stuff up but not being boisterous about it like that humble strength 
Something about it just cool to me. Hey, you asked right, me the hey, question. That's real. All right, ask your next question. No, you have to answer the same question. Uh, I mean, I, I, I always probably come to like a lion for... It's still in the cat family. That's how I feel, though. Why? Because I feel like everyone wants to be a fucking lion until it's time to be a fucking lion, and I'm a fucking lion. That's how I feel. I feel like you're waiting on me to ask you that question. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I wasn't. That's really how I feel. I feel like people know me. Know I have a, a you know, I have a more, a, I'm more aggressive than not. So that's just how I feel, man. Most All right. of the time. Okay. So now the next question again, keeping it like moving up in the in the scale of lightness. I got you. Um, what items of clothing or accessories most attract you on the opposite sex? And what associations come to mind when you think about those items? Damn, what? Um, do I need to repeat it? No, that's just, well, yeah, say that one more time further. What so, mind items? You, hold on. Just so to remind you guys again, we're reading from cards. It's a, it's a website called the school of life. They sell these, these card decks where you can ask questions about a million different things, about general life, about business, about relationships, about uh, family. And so I have these card decks, and that's what we're reading from. Just want to remind you guys. But read your question again. So what items of clothing or accessories yeah. most attract you? That's the first part. Okay. The second part is what associations come to mind when you think about those items? What associations? All right, I'm, I'm going to go abstract with this, right? Like... And and I think you know this is true. Like, I I I genuinely, when a woman is like confident, when a woman is like has just swagger and just like knows and just like walks in her femininity, but also is like, yo, like I kind of don't give a fuck about what you're gonna say. I dig it. I I it's not about like oh I like when women wear a dress or jeans. That's not what really does it for me. Like I just feel like you when you when you're a a man and you meet a, a certain type of woman you know is just authentically comfortable in their skin and has some style and just just carries himself a certain way to me that is an accessory that is like because you meet i meet women all the time you meet women all the time right, a woman meet, that can wear her femininity right i don't you know i i feel like some people i mean it doesn't matter that's what the fuck i think is that i i feel like i've met women that just you know when you meet a person that's confident right now if Whatever you prefer, whatever you're attracted to, if you meet whatever some somebody that you're attracted to and they just have this energy about them, it does something. I, I like when I interact with women that you can tell her just, yo, they know what they're about. They know who they are. They're comfortable. They know their stag, they, their style. They know their steez, like how they dress from, you know, and how they walk, really how they walk and not on some like, oh, I'm checking you out, like, like walk, just how they carry themselves, man, like that. That is something that's like I it's it's hard to describe, but I know it when I see it. You know, what I get saying? you, I get you. So to piggyback off what you said, because I agree one hundred percent with everything that you just said. But yeah. for me, it would be a woman in heels for the same reasons that be you said before. Though. For it me, might, for me, it might so be. I'll it say, might, so I'll say, I this. think a, a woman in Tim's. <laughs> so for me, I'll say general. I'll say generally, a woman in shoes. Okay. More specifically, heels. Okay. The reason heels is one is something about the sound of a sharp, loud click of a heel on the on a floor, that just it goes to that same thing. A woman that really, knows the, of her power of a woman, I really and wears that and walks with that well. I really appreciate how open you are with our audience and telling them you have a foot fetish. I actually really don't like feet. 
<laughs> at all. Um, I would love her from her head down no, to her ankles. I mean, what is the sound of heels on the floor? Because no, for real though, no. Because think about it. Any woman that we know, yeah, that's confident, sure. For so many women all, that we know are gonna hear you say that heels, you know, make you feel like a woman is confident and they're gonna roll their fucking eyes. I don't so care. That, I know. Um, <laughs> but for the women that we know that are confident and that are very secure in their femininity. Mm-hmm. They wear heels well, but not only heels, they can take the heels off and put on a pair of Tim's and look just as fucking sexy. Word. You know, and rock the hell out of both of them. So for me, I guess it goes to a woman's gait, how she walks. Now, how you can walk in heels. Yes, I said her gait. Like she's a fucking racing horse. No, it's gait doesn't just necessarily. I know, but that's where it's commonly used, though, bro. It's also used in people. Okay. How often have you heard people refer to him? Man, what? You FBI see that, you profilers? See, you see that person's gait? Nigga? FBI profilers? You sound stupid. When police are talking about footprints in the sand? You sound stupid, kind of stuff. Whatever. Anyway, but just the way that a woman walks. We've met some women. Really, and nigga? That's going to be your favorite button? <laughs> it might be, bro. But we've met some women that just can't walk. They just look like a mess on two legs. And most of the time in life, when they look like that, they are. That's not fair. All right, well, that's how I feel at the moment. That's maybe how you, you know? feel. Because we also know those women that they could be rocking heels all night. Yeah, they, feel, they, wait, they, hold on. They could be rocking heels all night, feet be on fire, but you would never know that because they hold it together until they get to the car or until they get home. And there's those other women that's like, look, my feet hurt, and they're walking into the car with their heels in their hand, barefoot. You really show your old school thingy sometimes, man. I don't care. That's how I am. I mean, look, you have the right to think. Take it or leave it. For me, I, I can, I'm, I can genuinely say it's really not about like. It, it. I guess if, if I had to be even to, to be somewhat like esoteric about it, it really is just about a woman's energy. Like I, I yes. feel that. Yes. But the I don't give. A, a woman. But here's my thing. You're saying yes, but I don't give a fuck if she's wearing heels or not. I don't care. She could be in flip flops, my nigga. She could be in in boat shoes. She could be in. What are those those swim shoes that you wear when you're supposed to walk in the ocean so you don't step on? I just ride? don't want no frumpy I don't woman. Care. Don't walk Bro, frumpy. There's a frumpy woman who you there's a woman who you would look at and be like, oh, she's frumpy and she's on her shit and will shit on you. There, I'm sure there is. Okay, well, we talking about what I am attracted okay. to. I mean, that's fair. Maybe you, that's the person that no, I would. You're allowed your preference. I'm just yeah, saying that that's for me, my it's preference. not about. It's like I I know it when I see it. Her other areas have to shine enough for me to overlook that. Bruh. <laughs> Where's that button? Where's that button? Bruh, bruh, bruh. That's it. That's all I got for you. What's your uh was that your question or my question? That was my, that question. Was my question. No, that was my question. Okay, I said all right. Nigga, calm down your tone. You trying to fight? You trying to throw hands? Uh let's just let's do one more each. Alright, so while you're thinking about it. Right, you go. You got all one. Right. Go so this is my last one. Thank you. Alright, so would you prefer yeah. A view of a desert or of the sea, and why? This is this is the one that you chose. It's the last one. Yeah, the other one was too long. I'm judging the fuck out of you. Why That's all right. My deep one was my first one. That's fine. Uh, I would choose a picture. Uh, I would choose or view of the sea. Why? Both represent endless possibility to me, right? Like some people, when they look at the sea, if they're standing on the edge of the shore and they're looking at the sea, I think there are some people that feel very small. And like feel like that makes him feel uncomfortable. For me, it doesn't. It always reminds me when I when I'm looking at the sea. If I'm standing at the edge of the ocean, it reminds me like yo, I'm such a small part 
and such a small piece in the larger puzzle of everything. We all are. We're all literally we're we're like a grain of sand on the beach. And that that makes me feel okay. That doesn't terrify me or make me feel insignificant. It's like what if if you pay attention to science at all, like actually scientifically accurate, what's in the universe is in us. Is literally same atoms, molecules right. and the makeup of those things are in us. So that means we're a part of a larger ecosystem that we can't even really fathom intellectually understand and fathom right mm -hmm. so for me looking at the ocean and watching the ebb and flow of it and knowing that you know even at the point of the horizon there's there's still possibilities and there's still depth and there's still life and there's still something underneath the surface even if you can't see it to me that's fascinating and that's not to say that those some of those same things aren't true of the of the of the desert and looking out at a horizon of sand or a sea of sand but I think it's a little bit different with the ocean. You know that there's life underneath the surface. You know that there's endless life underneath that. And I think that's kind of emblematic of, of certain situations we find in life. Not to be overly deep and philosophical, but I, I do. That's Those are the things I think of when I look at the ocean. I, I reminds me of, of peace, calm, but still the consistent availability of, 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 of possibilities and opportunities. That's what I think of. I would agree. I would definitely prefer, prefer the view of the ocean. Um, for a lot of the same reasons. Something about the volatility of the ocean is amazing. Right. To where you could see waves that crash and burn and flip and twist and everything, and then the next minute go completely like glass and be cool. But yet there's always something moving under the surface. And I think the way that I want to look at life and the way that I want to attack life is with that same thing, to be able to change based off of what's presented to me. And even when I'm calm on the outside or on the inside, whatever, be still be able to to make moves and make things happen and be full of life and possibilities and and be just as easy to to go with the flow and change of life as it comes at me. So I would definitely pick the same thing. All right. Last question. Last question. Are you what where you, you wanted to be at this stage in your life? <laughs> That's a good one. I think so. Um, am I where I wanted to be at this stage of life? Um, I think the easy answer would be no. I expected more of myself at this stage of life. I expected more of my my lifestyle and my surroundings at this stage of life, I think. Um, but more so putting the weight on me. I expected more of myself. I expected to be a better me, uh, a bigger me. Um, and not to be like overly like heavy on myself. I think that I'm in a fairly decent place. You know, I think that I have a lot of really good shit going for me. But I just think that if I'd have went back ten years from now and thought where would I be at the age of thirty three, I had bigger hopes and dreams in. Now, of course the things that happened in my life leading up to where I am now haven't impacted that. Um But you know, I could have done a lot worse. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. And wanted wanted can be interchanged with expected too you know what i mean like are you where you expect it to be no i would expect myself to be a lot happier holistically okay. i am very happy with who i am as an individual mm -hmm. i'm very happy with who i am as a father i'm i'm fairly happy with who i am as a professional but holistically looking at my life i would have expected myself to be happier at this point than where i currently am okay what do you think you? do you think you have the ability to to improve that? I think you would be an idiot if you answer that question no. True. 
I'll always be striving to be better to improve on whatever because there is no end goal. The goal is just keep getting better. True. And I will do that. So, yeah, of course. Okay. Same question to me? Yep. Um, I'm going to specifically say expected. No, I'm not where I expected to be. I'm... <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not where I, I expected to be because, to be honest, I I had I had expected and, and envisioned a different path, but I'm still in an amazing place. So it's like it's not a matter. Uh, it's not a matter of not reaching the heights I expected. I I think I've reached them and exceeded them, but not in the way that I thought that I would. And so do you think you're at a better place, or where you thought you would have been? I I mean I I think that I'm I. I think that I'm. Uh, around the area that I thought that I would be. And I, and I think I, and I think that as I've gotten certain experiences, especially in the last few years, I have a a greater insight and a greater appreciation for what it takes in certain ways to get to, to certain levels. So it's like, if you had asked me six years ago, would I be in this space, the space that I'm in now, I would have told you that I had the intent to do it and I hoped to do it. And I thought that I, and I knew and was confident that I could do it. But would I, was I as confident that I would do it? No. And then, you know, one or two decisions, you know, are made one or two events occur and all of a sudden shit takes off. And I'm, I'm in a space that I knew that I had the potential to get to, but to, to be in a certain space and know that I can go even further. It's, it's, um, it's humbling and at the same time it's it's very uh it's like a it's like a splash of cold water you realize like the people that we admire the people that we respect the people that have gotten to certain heights if it's been this hard or this taking this much work to get to where i'm currently at i have more even more respect for those people because it's like it's a consistent level of effort over a consistent amount of time with a consistent amount of vision and and a consistent amount of application and those two things application over time plus consistency are never going to lead you wrong but a lot of people are not as game for those things as they think they are and it takes it's a daily thing so yeah would i say i'm i'm where i expected no I, i think that i'm in a much different place than i expected but very happy with the turnout we talk about happiness in your life. One, I'll say this before I say my asshole comment. Okay. Uh, I'm proud of you and where you are in your life. Thank I know you. where you've come from and where you are now. And the oh, strides have been great. <laughs> Go ahead and say your asshole comment. Now, my asshole comment is, when you're talking about the the wins that you had and where you're at, quit sounding like somebody fucking kicked your puppy. Like, dude, you sound like you're all sad and depressed. Like, what be happy about, about where you are. You're like, I am happy. I'm all deep in. Well, <coughs> I am happy. Like, dude, sound happy. What do you want Nobody me to do? Nobody wants to listen to a depressing ass black man what on you, the podcast. What do you want me to do? Put a smile on your face. I ha- I'm literally smiling. To now laugh you are. I'm laughing and talking to you. I was laughing. When I was talking. To you in this deep thought, no smile. I'm sad. I was really. answering the damn question. Whatever. I'm just saying. You sound like That's a fool. It. All right, dumbass. So that wraps up all of that. So now the last part of the podcast, we're gonna. This is a new segment we have. We're gonna, little, you know, a little. Closer. We're gonna wrap That's up with uh, some shout outs. Give a shout out. Shout outs. Shout outs. Uh, who you shout out? I'm gonna shout out. You don't a, even know who you shout out. I don't. But I'm gonna shout out my homegirl that inspired the main topic of the evening because she's cool. Thank you for the the uh, 
mentally stimulating conversation. And everybody that was involved in that conversation, not just you, but everybody that was involved in that. Thank you for that. I want to shout out my mom. I want to shout out, unfortunately, my cousin Courtney. Um, I want to shout out my my kids. They bring me little pieces of joy every week. Um, I want to shout out, of course, God Almighty for putting me here. Nigga, are you accepting a, a rap album Grammy? Like, what is happening, bro? I am. I am. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Shout out to all my haters. You're trash, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a shout out my haters. No, I don't have haters. I just have people that don't like me, but usually it's their fault, not mine. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm a shout out our frat brother. I'm a shout out Martin Luther King. Uh, it was his birthday this past uh, week, and everyone, um, you know, who decided to be uh for real and fake woke and post quotes that they had Googled a few minutes earlier and post them on their social media accounts. Shout out to y'all. Amen to that. Um, shout out to the to the random white supremacists that occupy elected uh, seats in our government who spew hatred and bigotry and also wanted to participate in the MLK uh, faux and fake uh, wokeness. Uh, events on social media and in the public. Shout out to y'all. Shout out uh, to my my cousin who is both a, an intense source of irritation, but also an amazing source of brotherhood and friendship. I'll own all of that. Uh, shout out to all the people in my life that just make me better and are appreciated. And shout out to... Uh, with a reserve whiskey, because yeah, whiskey is good as fuck, man. I'm not going to lie. It just is. It's just good whiskey. Try it. With a reserve. Those are my shout outs. I'll, I'll keep it keep it simple. Yeah, and that's all we got. So, uh, wrapping up episode potentially yeah, number three. Something like that. Right. Oh. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Peace. And we are the Real Cousins Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is Rasan. This is Courtney. We are the Real Cousins Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. If you like what you heard, leave us a comment down below. If you have questions for the Real Cousins Podcast that you would like us to address at a later episode, also feel free to comment those as well. Take time. Follow us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Follow us wherever we're, we're listed at. If we haven't told you, do an internet search. Do your Googles. Find us. Bye.